In this episode of Turn On The Podcast, we talk about the most important relationship. Your relationship to you. Stay tuned. Turn On The Podcast. Turn on your relationships, your parenting, your love, your sex. Turn on your career, your money, your work, your business, your passion, your success. But mostly, turn on to you. Welcome to episode seven of Turn On The Podcast. I'm Brad Fennell. And I'm Tabitha Fennell. And this week we're talking all about turning on the most important relationship in your life. To yourself. The relationship to yourself, the Mm. number one thing. And this time we're actually turning on the recording. (laughs) (laughs) But this is not too bad odds. This is the first time we've muffed up. We just did 20 minutes. 20 minutes of, of talking, talking to each But it was nice talking to you. I really enjoyed it. Was. It. it was. It was fun, wasn't it? It was magic. Ah, oh, so like many good song, things Like that song, you know, this was the greatest song ever written, but yeah, I can't yeah. really remember it, so it's yeah. a tribute. But actually, Gypsy let us know because she had to um, get up. That's our dog. She had to get up and walk, tapped the window to get out, and then we realised it wasn't recording. So we yeah. could have done like 30 minutes and... That's right. We did 20 minutes. I like it. And it's probably pretty relevant because we were pretty deep in critic work, Mm. which we're going to talk about. And the importance, but let's start, the importance of relationship to yourself. This podcast is for those of you who are in a relationship or are not in a relationship because the number one thing is relationship. To yourself. To yourself. That's where all the learning, that's where all the juice is. Yeah. That's where you can clear and make yep. your other relationships so much more Completely. Juicier. Yeah, your love relationships, your non, yeah. your friendships, yeah. all those sorts yeah. of things. In a work, and really, isn't it? It's just, I think, the key, it's the key. to working out tricky relationships. Hugely. Having fun. Hugely. Having better relationships. Yeah. And it's if you can learn a few little tools to help you with that... Life just gets a little more interesting, juicy, painful, all of it. <laughs> it gets better. It does get better. It yeah. gets... Um, you can understand it a little more. Yeah. This inner work. You know, it's funny for me, like I'll read things more and more now and I'll go, rather than learning, I feel like I'm remembering. Yeah. It's been the big, that's been a big thing for me lately. Beautiful. I really love that. It's like you read or you hear something and you just go... I know that. Yeah. Wow. You know, I've always known that. Mm. Mm. But I think that comes with time and, and yeah. inner work and critic work. and Yeah, and dedication to yeah. learning who you are. Mm. It's big. Yeah. And we're talking also, I think, that the importance of, you know, doing your own inner work mm. in a relationship because in a sense, if you don't, you may pick up. You know, you may meet the pe- that person and fall in love with those parts of yourself yes. that y- you fall in love with initially but you don't like. 
mm. you know, or remind you of your family system or yeah. and you recreate that. And even if you don't do that, your dreaming in a sense will work on the other person. Yes. You know, and if you're highly critical to yourself, mm. then that other person can start to become critical of you. Yeah. Or it can also be that you feel criticised as well, even yes. if that other person yes. isn't doing that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the importance of doing the critic work. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the internal critic. The internal critic. It can be huge, can't it? And sometimes people can say something, um, like us the other day, I can't really remember what it was, but you were saying something and I was just like, oh, I can't believe you said that. Why did you say that? You meant, do you mean blah, blah, blah? And mm. you were just looked at me like, what? Mm. No, I meant... Completely, it was actually a compliment. Yeah, totally, yeah. But whatever I perceived or projected on you, it was like, oh my God, okay. So there's a critic there. What's that critic trying to to do what's it trying to say and I think that's part of critic work is to not ignore it to not ignore that actually be inquisitive about that voice that's sitting on your shoulder that's mm. telling you that you know what you're doing is crap or mm. you know that and, and that it's not actually you yes yeah that's right that yeah, exactly. it's a separate part it's like this mm. little being that somewhere you've picked up and yes. you've internalized and so separating that out and creating a dialogue yes yeah with it with it mm. You know, having it out with yeah, it. Yeah, so role play is a really, you might look a bit crazy if someone looks in at the window. Perfect. <laughs> We're all crazy. Exactly. But role play, it's nice to just go, okay, so tell me how, you know, I don't know, pick a subject, pottery. Sometimes I can come home and I'll look at my pottery bowls and I'll go, God, you know, if only I'd got it a little bit straighter on that side and mm. if it wasn't so wobbly on that side and if the glaze had, you know, and then it's like, oh, hang on a minute. I loved this bowl when I first started. What's going on? Mm. It is what it is and that's what I made and I'm really proud of that. So, okay, mm. critic, what have you got to say? What, why is yeah, that critic Yeah, and it there? might say something like, you know, that's not the way bowls are supposed to look and yeah. and how they're supposed to be. And, and I'm know. like, really? So tell me, how are the bowls, how are they supposed to look? Well, they're supposed to be very straight and very proper. But that's not even in anymore. That's like old school. People want original, wonky, uh, handmade stuff. They want artesian. They want That's, art. They want oh. art. Oh. I'd like to be more of an artist. Of course. <laughs> Come with me. I'll show you the way. It's funny sometimes when you're working with a critic and you bring it out that mm. what looks like this big monster is like the... Mm. Um, What's the Wizard of Oz? Yeah, yeah, The yeah. big screen and the loud voices yes. is actually this little, yeah. little being that's yeah. trying to... It's struggling in itself. Yeah, and usually scared or frightened yeah. for you. Yeah. That you're going to get taken down or that you're, you know, people aren't. Yeah, people going will laugh. Like you I don't or... want you to be laughed at. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. It's a small character. Yeah. Often. Yes. Sometimes it's a character that you just need to walk away from. Yeah. That there's nothing you Tell can say. That it will just say, well, your pottery is crap. Sand. Exactly. It doesn't matter what you say, it's yeah. garbage and you can't do it. That's right. That's when I just go, well, fuck you. Mm, that's right. Ciao, my friend. That's right. And every time that voice would pop up, I would give it the same birdie finger mm. and walk away. Yeah. But it's interesting how we just did that role play before and how 
the band was there and you kept the critic that you played kept coming back with, no, the sides are supposed to be straight. And then I went, well, actually, blah, 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 explain mm. myself. And so, and that's inner work on the run that you're is. doing you're there. getting to know who, how you are as a potter, yeah. how you want to be. Yeah. But there's this other little voice that goes, no, it should be like this. But mm. the more we fleshed it out and the more mm. we asked the critic, I asked the critic questions, it really just had nothing to say in the end. Mm. And you could feel the energy drop and it mm. backed away. Mm. And then I could feel my compassion to go, it's okay, come with me. I'll mm. show you, you know, how to be an artist. Mm. And it's, it's actually really important to separate it out because so mm. often we can feel like it is us. Yes. Sometimes what we did then, sometimes yeah. you need help, you know, mm. or I'll say something, uh, you know, all pottery should be straight. Yeah. And there's an inner part of you that's so used to believing that that goes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm really doing this be, really wrong. I'm so bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's need laughing a, at me. Yeah, and sometimes you need a friend <laughs> to come across and go, actually... Have yeah. you seen where the world is now? Yeah. We're out of the old, we're out of straight. Yeah, that's right. You're picking up on a time spirit. Yeah. You're on, my friend. Yeah. And giving you help to come up and fight that critic. That's yes. what You need that sometimes. Yeah. You need that outside person because you've been living with this yeah. character for so long. Yeah. Sometimes you believe it. Yeah. And if you haven't got that outside person... Well, role-playing in your own, you know, get yourself a chair, sit on it, have a pillow over on the other chair and role-play it out. So you actually become the critic, ask a question to yourself, um, then you jump in the chair, ask the critic question. So you're having this dialogue, but actually move back and forth in the chair so you're separating yourself from who you are at the time. And so you can do this inner work you know eventually you won't need a chair but it's good Mm. to start off with really separating those roles out yeah and i think even if you get stuck around that just having awareness around that critic having awareness because people ignore it they try not to listen to it and you know look away from it keep going but feeling really crack about what they're doing and then the critic just gets louder and louder and louder Mm -hmm. in your ear yeah drives you mental yeah or it cripples, cripples you or stops you from doing what you really want to do. Yeah. So important. And mm. I think one of the greatest skills for working with this, which we see around master master men and women, mm. master sages, mm. <laughs> is the ability for humour. Yeah. Is so important. And lightheartedness. And lightheartedness. The ability to at take... Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at yourself. Yeah. The ability to not take yourself too seriously, to take nothing personally. Yeah. That's a big one. That's huge learning, mm. isn't it? Yeah. That it's not actually it's about and you. And it's hard. Well, it was hard for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm getting better at it now. And I think age, something with age... Helps. helps with that one, not taking it too personally. Mm. Not taking it too seriously. Or too seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, lightheartedness around these characters are all within us. Yeah. And if you're, if you're feeling like you're and offending... And being inquisitive, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah. Because that helps you. Because if you're just like, no, I hate you, critic. I want to mm. slam you down. I want to push your head underneath that chair mm. and never see you again. Mm. But if you're inquisitive, then mm. you can be more playful and go, really? <laughs> so you tell, you're the perfect person of, of pottery. Tell me all about it. How should I be doing these pots? That's right. 
That's right. And, and then, at least at least sometimes you can smash the critic and push its head down with humour. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Totally. And bring some fun yeah. and joy. You must really know what's going on over there. Come on, bring it on. Tell me. <laughs> that's right. And you watch them splutter and go, well, uh, well, oh, well the pots have just got to be straight. Nah. Yeah, and in a sense, they're blank. They yeah, don't actually they know. There's that's not a right. lot of power there. This no. is this whole big monster that's actually a little puppy dog yes. that just wants pat and wants love. Yeah. And in a part of ourself yeah. that is just craving that. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? It's so important, mm. you know. To see the critic for what it is. And like you said before, it could be a huge monster that you just don't want to actually have a dialogue with. Yeah. Or it could be some part of you that's scared or that you just need to love up a bit more and tell them it's okay. Mm. And maybe they might have some jewels there. Yeah. Rarely. Yep. Critics rarely True. have jewels, but they could be there. And it's, isn't it interesting the way you can work more with that, mm. the way you work with your inner critic, the way it comes out less in the outer world? Yes, because in other people. In other people. Yes, because or they relationships. Don't get dreamed, they exactly. don't get dreamed up. Yeah, so if, that's how it helps you in life, doing yeah. your inner work and working with the critic, mm. is your outer relationships. Yeah. It doesn't hook you anymore. No. When that person... You'll go, oh, there's that character. Yeah, I just worked on that critic. That's interesting. Ah, <laughs> oh, hello, my friend. See ya. Isn't it interesting the way when you're working on, there's this main theme that you're working on, you know, this type of person. Yes. And you run from one town... And then they turn up yeah, in, in the, the next, next town. Going, Hello. Yeah. You haven't quite worked on me yet. Isn't that a story of death? Mm. Where the person realises death says that it's your day to die. Ah. So the person wakes up in the morning and runs from oh, Sydney yeah. to yes. Perth. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And then turns up in Perth <laughs> and there's death waiting for yeah. them. And you go, I can't believe you're here. And death says... Yeah. What about me? Yeah. Here I am thinking I'm going to meet you in Sydney and I'm told I have to get over here. <laughs> to, to Melbourne. To Melbourne. Mm, it's the roles, the way yes. it moves and changes yeah. and yeah. appears until yeah. we do. Work on it. And do work on it. Mm. It's so important. Yeah. Critic work is everything. It's a big chunk. Humour is everything. Yeah, lightheartedness. And patience. Mm. Patience with your own inner work. Yeah, yeah, not pushing yourself over yeah. too many edges. Yeah. And edges are where you, you know, you burst through and you can talk to that critic, you know, openly and, and if you can't do that, if it scares you too much or it's just too intense or you feel like it's mm. crippling you, yeah. then... You have to back away and go, we'll okay, I don't need to push myself to have a dialogue with this critic at the yeah. moment. And there is that culture of live outside your comfort zone. Yes. Which has a place. That's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to grow yeah. and well, yeah. sometimes you'll just burn. Yes. But, you know, there's a place for that. And I think for us we're not purely anti-anything. There's a place no. and a time, but checking yeah. with your own body yes, that you're just really not important. hyper-stimulating your nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting constantly in the fire can yes. sometimes burn you. Yeah, and put you back into that trauma yeah. that you have experienced as, I don't know, a three-year-old or a 20-year-old or a 50-year-old. And if you put yourself back in that trauma, it's hard to get yourself out of it again. Definitely. And you're just doing more damage. Yeah. So meditating at the edge. Yes, Noticing, you know, it's like a yoga stretch where you might just go that little bit too far and you're feeling your systems firing. Yeah. 
coming back. Warning, and, warning, warning. Yeah, and yeah. sitting in that place. Mm-hmm. Sitting in that place that feels... Getting used to the environment of, oh, okay, there it is. I'm close. Mm. I'm getting used to it. My body's getting used to it. Mm, breathing there. Noticing there. Mm. That's the meditation. And sometimes touching, we were saying how in a... Sometimes we train in, in a sense in a safe environment. Yeah. In a way of going over edges where you can practice a little bit, where yes. you can experience it, where you can get a taste of yeah, it. Yeah, like therapy or with a yeah. good friend or yeah. with your own inner work at home. Yeah. You might do that in a critic work and you think, yep. this is just like I'm going to talk to Aunt Mary about. Aunt Mary about. <laughs> She's going to uh, cop it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. But you can in that safe dojo environment. Yes. It's like that in the Matrix where they get to fight and do all things but they can't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know where you get to do that. Mm. You get to integrate it because yes. it can take time. Sometimes mm. going out and fighting mm. with Aunt Mary too early can be yeah, devastating. devastating. Painful. Sometimes it's what you need. Yes. But sometimes yeah. it's a time to, to pull back. Mm. Love it. And just explore that. Yeah. Yeah. And just saying as well the importance of, you know, being really gentle on yourself mm. and compliments and support. For most of us, yes, the critic's pretty well developed. Yeah. There's a few people on the planet that could do it a little bit more. In a critic. In a critic. <laughs> but it's rare. Like really, yeah. it's rare. Mm. And for most of us, we need, we need gentleness. Yeah. We need support. We nurturing. need that support and that nurturing, and that's how we grow. Mm. Because mm. the critic, you know, I know for myself in the past, I I had a pattern of thinking being critical, yeah, of myself would allow me to grow and yeah, to push be, you over the it, edge it, and get through yeah. it and walk on yeah. down the lane. And it makes sense. Mm. It just doesn't work. No. Because the, your life then becomes, if you've developed this powerful critic, your yeah. life actually becomes run by the critic. Yeah. There's like nothing you can do. Yeah, that's right. You know, so it's finding ways of dealing with that critic. and, and Yeah, in your own timing. That's right. Mm. And, t- and taking on board compliments. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? Yeah. Like breathing compliments in, mm. even if it's mm. difficult for you. Yeah. At times to stop yeah. and really absorb that. Yeah. Yeah, don't reject it straight away. Because people go, oh, you look great in that skirt. And they go, really? No, I don't. My hips are too big. Mm. Actually try and pull yourself up there and go, oh, wow, thanks. Mm. And even though it's kind of awkward in your body, if mm. you're not used to, you know, receiving compliments and loving yourself about that part of yourself to actually stop and, and take it in. Mm. And then maybe work on it later. Find that place where... Oh, yeah, I do like myself in this dress. Mm. I love the way you're moving there Mm. as well. Yeah, well, that's... I really feel it in my body. Mm. And that's... We all do. Mm. Some people are more visual, but, Mm. yeah, I feel... Okay, where is that place? If someone gives me a compliment... Oh, yeah, Mm. there you go. It's in my heart. Oh, I feel Mm. that open up. Mm. Mm. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's, it's a channel... For most of us, we don't use movement. and connecting into that movement and connecting, even if it's, you know, you don't fully believe the compliment, mm. where is it true, even if it's 1% true? Yeah. Yeah. 
where and pick yeah. it up and believe it and feel into it. Yeah, and breathe it and move it in through your body mm. and explore that and experience mm. it for a moment. Yeah. You know, how does it feel to have this compliment run through my body? Yeah, beautiful. How does it feel to explore it? And isn't it funny with movement how uh, movement is can be difficult for people, but as human beings we've always moved. Mm. Um, I was reading somewhere the other day that in utero babies will actually pick up their rhythm from their mother. Mm. Um, so if you're pregnant and you're not a mover, it's not to say your, your baby won't be, but if you move, then movement will come easier to your babies. And we've got three boys and mm. all our three boys are amazing movers. Mm. And... Um, hmm. Osmosis. Osmosis. It just mm. filters. And even when through. if you're not moving or dancing, you in life you are moving, you're active, so that baby mm. in there is always swaying mm. and moving in different ways. Mm. So, but I just thought, isn't that amazing? It's amazing. Um, movement and, can be trained in utero. Mm. And or, I think or it, be more natural for you. Yeah. And I think it can be trained in the household as well. Like once it becomes a practice, yep. once you become more comfortable with it. Totally. Well, we're, once you get we're the culture always permission. dancing and yeah. the boys are like, come in and go, what are you doing? And then they just start dancing. Yeah. Um, our youngest son at the moment, he's just always moving. Yeah. We're in the car and I always do the, come on boys, let's do our shoulders to this song. <laughs> it's a shoulder music. And the 13 year old rolls his eyes like, oh mom, but he does it and he's smiling and it kind of just loosens them up and connects mm. them where their thoughts are, oh, here we go to school or off we go to footy or whatever. Mm. It connects them back into their body and mm. and it gives them such great presence and mm. confidence too mm. to be able to move mm. yeah. in your own body. Healing. Socially. Physical, mm. emotional, mm. you know, dancing and experiencing Connects you things. to the earth. Yeah. And I was thinking also about was I talking about patience. Yeah. About in our cultures, there's this rush mm. to get there. Yeah. To arrive. To be perfect at everything and yeah, meet that was all the your goals. Yeah. And... Instead of that meditation where we get to actually sit and experience that mm. this is mm. a marathon, and if we <laughs> run it like it's a sprint, yeah. It's not going to work. Trash ourselves. Yeah. So having patience with this, having patience with the critic work, that it doesn't have to be done in one go. And it's ongoing. And sometimes you get it and then other times you don't and it slams you up against the wall and and then you – or other times you just get it straight away and go, oh, I see you, my friend. I know what you're on about. I'm not talking to you. But it does change, doesn't it, with Mm. with time. Yeah. With – it's not always the aha moment. I mean, you have the aha moment Mm. and then – you sort of come back a little bit, but then it is two steps forward and one step back. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it, culturally we're told to get it. We're, you know, when I was younger, I thought I wanted to be retired by 30, where now mm. I'm just not interested in that. I'm yes. interested in doing work that matters. Yeah. That I'm interested in that all my life, that about. I'm passionate about. Mm. But sitting around going, it's a marathon. Yeah. It's like this time to grow. You're just mm. starting. And there's nothing wrong if you want to retire at 30. Retire yeah, whenever, whenever you like. Whenever you want. 50, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, there's so it, much to do at any phase yeah. in life. And that's checking in with yourself, isn't it? Does it this is. still feel right for me? Am I pushing? Am I fatigued? Am I terrified? I mean, going up to edges and doing different things is always terrifying. Mm. But how can you do it in a way that 
you want to do it again. Completely. Yeah. That is more gentle. Yeah. That is more supportive. And, and like we said, having people around you that can support you yes. at times when you're, you're going up mm. against that critic. Yes. That is so easy to believe. Yeah. So getting a great therapist. Yeah. You know, because sometimes learning to do this inner work by yourself is a little tricky. Or impossible. Or impossible. So I suppose if you are by yourself, you know, to do critic work is you get the critic sitting in one chair and you sit in another. Yeah. Put a cushion on that chair yeah. and actually dialogue back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And that can help you flesh out what the critic's trying to say and does yeah. it really make any sense. Be inquisitive, yeah. ask questions to it. Um, it's so important. It's and, really and like you said, if you're, you know, if you're in a relationship, often it's really difficult with your partner mm. because who's getting dreamed up? You're dreaming them up. They're yeah, getting dreamed up. Your stuff on they're them. becoming yeah. a critic to you. Yeah. You're criticizing yeah. yourself. It's just, <laughs> it gets it's messy. a soup. It's a yeah. mess. Yeah. So and if you, you've got someone there to facilitate, oh, hang on a minute. Let's separate, separate these roles out and what's going on with them. What's yeah. who's saying what? So important. Yeah. So important. Support. Tricky things. Edges and... Critics. And, and critics are tricky. Not pushing, but pushing a little bit. Um, inner work. Yeah. Inner work. A big, big tool to have on your side um, for the rest of your relationships. Yeah, and the rest of your life, isn't mm. it? Being a practitioner. Mm. You know, I'm really interested in, in that whole idea of how do you integrate this? I mean, we're talking about theories, and but how do you actually integrate this into your life? How do you yeah. become a practitioner? Mm. How do you start to work with this? How do you start to notice? You know, it's interesting because critics, critics are subtle and non-subtle. Yes. You know, they're subtle because we don't realise there's a separation, there's a gap in between yeah, yeah. the critic and ourselves. Yes. And that can can become habits as well because you kind of slink into, oh, yeah, that's how I react to that. That's how, that's why I don't do that because of this voice here. Yeah. So if you can, I'm saying, if you can get to know those parts. Yeah, awareness. Yeah, it makes it a little easier to move and to recognise, oh, yeah, here it comes again. Yeah. It's an an interesting tool, isn't it, because it then... Can you sit in your own power? Can you sit mm. in your own strength without mm. a critic? Can mm. you be in that place? Can that become your meditation? Yes. I mean, it's such an enlightened feeling, that moment when a critic leaves the building. Yeah. It's relieving, isn't it's it? It's relieving, mm. which is often what people feel. One aspect of acupuncture when oh, they... Yes, hugely. After a treatment. Yeah. And addictions. This is addiction work as well. So often with critic work, the addiction puts, particularly with alcohol, Mm. puts the critic to sleep. Gives you a moment of... Yeah, free-flowing. Free-flow. Problem is when you come out of it, the critic's waiting there with a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) To smash you over the head. smash you over the head. So it's better if you can to, to kind of... Do this work very... It's actually a practice where you need to be sober. And I don't mean that of not drinking, mm. but being in a sober state sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Aware of what's going on. You have to... I mean, we're talking about 
the importance of humour, but also the importance of seriousness, mm. taking this work seriously, yeah. seriously light or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. It's so important. It is. Yeah, I think it's a gift to have inner work um, because it opens up your life they do. to more, to yeah. what you're here to do. Yeah. I think inner work really helps you move into the fields and places where you are to be. Yeah. And if you haven't got those tools, you get caught in old patterns that stick and make you stuck. Yeah. And you don't grow and then you become angry and resentful and you just want to die. Yeah. In a word. Yeah. And rather than doing what you're really here mm. to do, which is kind of... There's this feeling, this rhythm that's always been in your life from a child and it changes and it evolves, but that's the work... Mm. you're really here to do and part of that work is actually the hero's journey yes is coming up against those dragons yeah. slaying those yeah, dragons time and time again time and time again <laughs> and going up against those critics yeah with support non-pushing and humour yeah and that way Makes you'll have a, a better easier. relationship to yourself yeah you're more supportive there's a part of you that can hold yourself Yes. more yes. there's a part of you that can surrender mm. more than can let go can be yeah. held by yourself yeah. can let go by yourself yeah. you don't need that from another and then that power that you build allows you to bring that into the relationship yeah. and sit with that and yeah, enjoy so that important what you just said then yeah mm. and that opens up everything mm. Mm. love it I think that's it I think it's it too you just rounded it all up. Beautiful. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. We loved being here f- with you. And next I'll week we'll try and do week. it first take. Yeah, that was fun though, but the was second fun. take round. That was better. That was so much so better. So much better. <laughs> Bye. See ya. If you like this episode and want more, then click the link below to receive a bonus worksheet so you can start implementing the techniques from this podcast. Thank you.